Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right. We're really going to really do this show. This show. This show. We think we're doing it. Wow. This match, first off, but wow, let's we always we always wait for people to jump on before we start talking about the game for real. But we have two things counting against us three things. One, I can't imagine anybody watch till the end, so there might not be anybody joining us at all. Two, there's NFL football, and yep. that's going to happen, and it's a Sunday. Three, Josue Pavone, our masked man at the upper right hand corner here, is at the garden, and he could be told he's got a boogie at any point in time. We don't know how long he's going to be there. But uh, Joe Sway's there covering the Celtics. Joe Sway, this might be – Jimmy was joking about it. This might be worse than the last game you covered, which was the one they sent everybody home because the whole team got COVID. <laughs> oh, it's 1,000% worse because at least that one didn't result in an L. These guys caught an L, and they caught it in a big way. Uh, no energy, completely flat. At least Kemba had some energy in that first half. At least he, he was attacking the rim and wasn't – you know, he was a little bit careless with the ball here and there, but that's to be expected. But that's the only good thing that came out of this game was seeing Kemba Walker – uh, past the eye test, and uh, luckily, from, from the looks of it, uh, he just took a bad shot in the ribs from uh, from from the Knicks' big man, who who was who was just clearing out everyone today. But uh, looks like he's okay. Brad Stevens will give us an update. But uh, yeah, guys, this one was ugly. I think uh, again, remember Friday night when I was talking about how uh, the Celtics they, they look amazing when the three pointers are falling, but when they stop falling, all of a sudden. The run wells, the 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 run runs dry. The well runs well dry. Well runs dry. Well runs yeah, dry. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened here. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh man, like if, if those three pointers aren't falling down, Shemi, Neesmith, I mean, these guys, if they're if they're not giving you those three pointers, I mean, the, the offense, it, it just it dries up. Yeah, it's a it's a make miss league, as the kids like to say, or as we said a lot. <laughs> you said that, yeah, that's right. As we said it a lot of times during the playoffs, when we tried to overanalyze why certain games went the way that they went, we're like, well, they shot twenty percent from three. You know, yeah, yeah. this was one of those nights where I, I'm going to go. I mean, we're going to go well past shooting here. This is this was the maybe the worst effort of the Brad Stevens era of wire to wire for four quarters that any team has ever played. They. They played their worst three quarters 
I mean, for, throw away the fourth because that was, doesn't even count. They played their worst three quarters back to back to back the first, second, and third quarters of the entire season. Yeah, and you yeah. got to you got to burst the Kemba at the beginning there, like some energy from him in the early portion. You got that pick and roll to go to Thompson, but it, you know the sloppiness stemmed from him. They want to get him some time on the ball. They want to get him some comfort. Oh, you're blaming Kemba now, Bob. Wow. Nice. He was on the nice. whole when they built that deficit. <laughs> nice. It's necessary. They're going on the road for nine of the next 11, so it's not going to be practice time to get them integrated. But he had just done a light walkthrough on Thursday, uh, the pregame on Friday. That's all he's done before this. So conditioning is probably not there with him. All the you know comfort for the game stuff. Uh, he was but the sloppy. smile was there. The smile. Yeah, I mean, he'll be fine in time. But it was so was, smiley. This was this was pretty much just a scheduled loss. We've been trying to get him comfortable. Like this, this just became a practice for them and trying to integrate him again because nothing looked good. The starting lineup did not flow well around him. The bench unit did better. I think you know they actually had a positive advantage into the third quarter with the bench unit out there. But man, the starters got outscored by close to thirty, and that was that was the game there. One Ugly quick game. thing, and Jimmy, Jimmy, I want your initial thoughts, and then we'll get into Kemba. Just one quick note. Uh, when you mentioned that starting lineup, I did want to add, and we can get into it a little bit later. I think the return of Kemba here, uh, this this clearly signifies the death of the two big lineups. So if one good thing came out of this. But it was, they played tonight. They came back. I know, but they, they played uh, later in the game, but it didn't start. They started Grant. Obviously, that's going to be Tatum when he slides in there, and that's going to be it. We knew that that was going to happen, but it's nice to see it officially that they're probably going to go Kemba Smart, the two wings, and a big with Thompson. And we're going to get into Thompson a little bit later, too. But, uh, Jimmy, your initial thoughts. We're going to get into Thompson. My initial thoughts were, what the hell did I just spend three hours watching? I can't believe believe that we have to come on the show and talk about this game after that performance that we saw. Bobby, one thing I'll say, I thought Jalen Brown played okay. I mean, especially – he was the only one really contributing at one point. I mean, he had some nice three-pointers uh, in a row there. Uh, kind of kept the Celtics within some sort of striking distance. But other than that, I mean, just a listless effort and performance from, from top to bottom, really. Josue, are you sure these guys don't still have COVID? I mean, the way they played out there, they looked like they, you know, they, they didn't look like themselves. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, normally for the mayonnaise, we would blame it to, you know, them eating too much food beforehand. But not this one, man. I don't know. Things are light. Or being out late. Everyone is sort of- or, yeah, on the road. They were out at the club. It's different. Yeah, they're out late on a Saturday night. But, like, what the hell are they doing last night besides going to bed? I mean, what can you do? So, I mean, it's, it's very surprising. I mean, the Knicks are the Knicks. They're, I mean, you've got you've got Randall on that team. But other than that, I mean, you, you want to talk about Barrett a little bit. You, you want to talk about Toppin. But this is not a Knicks team that should be blowing anybody out of the water, never mind the Celtics. Josue, let me ask you since you're there, and let's kick off the Kemba conversation. Um, You know, on TV, a lot of people thought he would look like he was moving well. You saw him a ton in person last year uh, at the Garden um, and uh, other games, obviously covering him on the road as well. But, I mean, you saw a lot of Kemba Walker games last year. How did he look in person there where you're watching him moving around? I thought he looked great. I thought he looked great. And, and I wasn't just saying that because of him scoring points. Again, it was it's always the eye test with Kemba. And that sort of tenacity and that relentless attack, that's the Kemba that we sort of missed throughout the postseason. We saw a little bit of it, right? We saw glimpses of that. But to see that out of the gate and to see it continue throughout, again, it wasn't pretty. It got sloppy at some parts. Uh, Tristan Thompson couldn't catch some of his passes. Some of those passes were terrible passes. Uh, either way, you know, either way on the either side of the fence on that one. But um, overall, I just thought he looked great. I just think you you see the the, the torque and Three for the 13. movement of that knee. Hey, that that knee though, 
you know, he's getting to the lane. He's not showing any resistance. And, and you know, that's only going to get better as he gets more reps in. I don't know about great, but <laughs> he was comfortable at the very least. He, he, yeah. he can, he can twerk. He can, he can, you know, make the adjustments and yeah, he can do all <laughs> the things out there? Work from him. Better yeah. Not be twerking out there. That's about I all you saw from him tonight. The shooting's not bad. That worried me. He had some <laughs> open looks from three that he wasn't able to nail. But that I'm not as worried. Like, you know, none of this stuff right. is crazy worrisome that we saw from the, the injury was when we saw him go down, it was like, oh, it was the knee aggravated again. But he just, he took that hard bump from Noel and that was the game for him. So like, like I said, this, this was basically a scheduled practice for Kevin. It Kansas looked State. like it too. He was walking around on defense a lot of times too. I mean, it was a, it was obviously go in there, get some shots up, get some get get some reps in. Don't press it too hard. Get out. Whatever happens, happens. We'll take it. If honestly, two, three more shots fall, we're like, okay, that's fine. That was pretty good. You wanted to see him jack shots. I don't care. I don't care yeah. that he missed ten. You want to see him get them. And the fact that a lot of them were open is probably a good sign because that's what you want. You want him to be able to get his looks. And then you have to hope that they go down. So I'll say on that part, it was positive. On the other, he didn't look like a special, you didn't, you just looked like another guy, um, you know, yeah. and it's fine. He's rusty. Uh, first game back, everyone else has been playing. They're 15 games into this thing or 12, whatever. Um, so it's understandable. I mean, he's way, he's way, way behind everyone else right now. People are looking for pizza talk already. <laughs> it's honestly a pizza talk kind of game. It's a oh really? Kind of game. Yeah, I mean, we should have saved it. We should have saved that whole thing. Should have started with pizza and then and then made them beg for us to talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's begging for us to talk about this game, but we have to fulfill our duties and do so. So, John, what's this? Uh, you about to trash Tristan Thompson? Is that what's going on? Am I? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know if I was about to. I just, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm about to. Okay, I, I thought you like were. Second I feel thought. like I thought he was too. That's where I was. I, I mean, I feel like I, I think he I had three points. I think I'm. Of, I think some of those past, some of those shots he passed up, man. Uh, it was frustrating. I think I'm where I am with. I think I'm where I began with Thompson, but it's getting worse as time goes on. Um, and I don't really you know, What I said about him before the season started was he, he'll be fine. Not somebody to get excited about. By the end of the two year contract, we'll we'll, we'll be glad he's gone. Uh, I feel like we're almost getting there now. Um, and it's it's a little early, but like I'm not loving a lot of what I'm seeing out of Tristan. He tries really hard. I'm just not loving a lot of what I'm seeing uh, at this point. And I'm trying hard to see it because I like him. Um, you are trying. No, he's putting in a lot of effort and he battles a lot and he grabs boards and he does he does some things. Right. But like, man, you know, like again, like catching the passes, inability to finish in close, you know, to 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 get really anything going offensively. He couldn't get uh, the putbacks to go either tonight. If you got the they, boards, he's getting get the, the boards and he can't get the putbacks. All of it, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's not off to a great start for him so far. What I thought we'd see from him with this team is a game changer on defense, and you're not seeing cohesion and chemistry with him and the other Celtic starters either. So as we get toward this Tatum return, and that could be coming up at some point, probably during the next homestand, they'll go on the road now for two games. Doubt Tatum will make that trip. I think maybe you think about rejoining the starters from last year, Kemba, Smart, Brown, Tatum, and Tice. 
you know, Tice just looks better to start this year than Thompson does. And so does Robert. All Thompson's shown so far this year is an energy guy. And yeah, you know, Robert's not going to be back either. I still think he's more of a bench energy guy. As Jimmy's talked about, you want I know, but if Tice is the starter and Williams is the great energy guy coming off the bench who plays so well with Tatum in that second unit, what's Thompson's role at this point? What's left? No, it'd still be some minutes for him. I'd rather some have minutes, but again, this is a guy we were getting excited about and saying we're we're happy they got him plus the TPE instead of a Miles Turner. I'm not gonna always make it about Miles Turner, but like we were talking about mm -hmm. a guy who's supposed to be more of an anchor. It's not if he's just a rotation big, 15 minutes a game, two, four, five, six points, couple of boards. That sounds eh. like cancer. It's, it's like, like cancer. It's a, like yeah. I said, he's he's defensive cancer. Cantor was all Cantor was offense and board. Cantor, you brought in when you wanted offense and boards. Tristan is in there when you want defense and boards. But that's it. You know, that's it. I mean, he's 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 as bad offensively at this point as Cantor was bad defensively. It's pretty much a wash, I would say. I saw some good signs from him early in the game. What I talked about last night that I was looking for with him was from some pick and roll action, and Kemba actually got him going there. That was what excited me most about Kemba's game tonight was some of the chemistry he had with the big man, which is one of the best things he showed last year. So that was like the glimmer of hope I saw for him getting more involved offensively. But you, you said it. The defense is where he needs to lay his imprint. And a game like this going against a Noel, a Robinson, those kind of guys, when the game's played on the interior, that's where you want him to show up and make a big impact. So I'm not calling it a bust of a signing yet. I still want to see him get to his most condition throughout the year. I know a lot of guys came into this year not at – tip-top shape we're about three weeks in now at this point so he's probably getting there but there's just not that burst from him you're right there's not that athleticism he can't get above the rim on lobs stuff like that can't get the putbacks to go it's right. not great so far it's not among true bigs he looks like that guy the short one who's playing with his older brothers and they just kind of tap it up in the air and he keeps jumping and jumping for it he just can't get it poor little guys trying so it was hard a bad putback miss tonight and you know they couldn't make anything this wasn't all about him but this is a game where you want him to show up yeah Joe Sway, before we lose you buddy what um what uh <laughs> yeah, what, was it like, what was it like at the game today i know the last time yeah. you, were supposed, you were supposed to be down there um the uh you know we, that was the day that they shut it all down um where Josue so people are wondering why Josue looks like he's using a street light Josue's at the garden it looks okay. like he's in some underground layer no where are you? Where he's the out there show you? them buddy hey there we go yeah. you just can't see it that way let's see what you yeah. look like i'm on the light yeah so yo, take us through the whole take there us through go. the day what was the what's the vibe yeah, yeah, Joe Sway's at the garden. Everyone's during. worried. Everyone's worried for your safety. They think you're in an alley about to get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the vibe was the vibe was uh, different. I don't know, Jimmy. I don't know how to say it. I just feel like everyone just sort of does their own thing, you know. You just walked in like typical, like go through security. I was Joe Sway reporting from the garden. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Joe Sway. Yeah, you go. You go straight to your spot. You got to. You got to eat in a different different area now. You can't bring food to your laptop and. Everyone is just like, it's like more like six, 60 feet away as opposed to six feet, you know, but it's nice. I mean, you got all that space. You just don't have the camaraderie and the joking around like we used to do, the ball busting we used to do. Remember, Jimmy? Especially oh, yeah. in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. You see, uh, you see your guy Cedric there today? I did not, unfortunately. He's he's uh he's VIP man. He's in a completely different other section. Yeah, they're in a different spot. <laughs> he's yeah. got to wear uh, these bracelets that that won't let him won't let him near people like me. You know. Well, 
us regular people, right? Us regular people, right? Yo, what, Jul- what, what, Julian's what, my spirit animal here, by the way. VIP, VIP media. <laughs> that's John's burner, I think. That's my guy. That's my yo. That's, true story. Yeah. Last year, my, John Julian made us be my burner. True story. Last year, John made us do a video comparing Brandon Clark to Grant Williams and like which <laughs> one's having a better season when it was. No, 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 no. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I remember John. Wishing that it was Brandon Clark on the Celtics team instead of yeah. Grant Williams. Who doesn't wish that? Yeah, anyway. that's true. Hey, you, Joe, said it, what you, about, said before, you said it before most people did. What about during the game? What's that like? And you hear like the shoes and like squeaking. Yeah. Like, what, what's that like? You hear that. And I like that. I like that about it. Um, the, the pumping crowd noise is it's not even, it's non existent. It sounds way better on TV. You don't hear it, it huh? You hear it, but it's so faint compared to oh, the really? music. At yeah. Gillette, at Gillette, it's def it's deafeningly loud. It's really I think, weird. I, I think in other arenas it's way louder than it yeah. is in here. At yeah. Gillette Stadium for the Patriots, when I went uh to cover earlier this year a couple times, I was just like it's distracting. It's it's weird too because it's so big. But yeah, it was it was it, it's yeah. it's mellow there. Yeah. yeah, but all the time out uh, you know, content, they have, they still do that stuff, especially because of Martin Luther King Day, uh, a lot of uh, uh a lot of stuff in the bubble, a lot Which of is Monday, uh, Jimmy. Messages. Yeah, which is Monday, is Monday not, no, uh, not, not, not February. No. Yeah. That one's it's a common misconception, Jimmy. You know, uh, <laughs> like Black History Month and, and, and MLK on the same month, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the player introductions was, was a little turned up, a little more uh, umph to it than I than I was expecting without the crowd. But Interesting. um, we're, we're you know, one of the few people in the world who have seen live basketball, man. So congratulations to you. You know what was interesting though, and I thought it was significant in the third quarter when the Knicks came out to that 5-0 run, that was the loudest I heard this place, and it was all the Knicks players just screaming <laughs> and and I'm like, yo, something's have to crush that right now because they're gonna they're gonna build off of that. And that's exactly what they did. That yeah, 5-0 yeah. run, you know, Brad Stevens called timeout two minutes into the half, and all of a sudden it was just like, okay, let's stop this right now, and then they just off to the races, you know, 20 point lead, and that was it. Knicks have some guys. I they it was surprising how hard they came out here. And Jimmy, have you heard of Emmanuel quickly as we test our guys around the league? <laughs> we know who we play for. We play that game. That's about the extent of it. Yeah, that was a steal for them. It looks like I think he got drafted by the Thunder, traded there on draft night, twenty fifth overall. That floater was crazy in the third quarter. You got like four of them to go in a row over Thompson. That was that was what impressed me most about them tonight was that guy. He's roaring towards starting minutes. The Knicks aren't bad this year. I know they came in with five straight starts, uh, losses, but you know they bring it to you. Julius Randle's like 27, 10, and 7 right now. He's just been ridiculous to start this year. Is that a TP guy, possibly? I don't know. Who? Julius Randle? I, people have talked He's about it. He's good. He's playing he's well. Good. He's good right that's now. Thing, that's really? all New York has for a future, Bobby. He no, also looks yeah. no, he's not an option. <laughs> if New York just got rid of him for a TBE, like, that would be the end of the franchise officially. <laughs> so that would be the reason. I but still think people think it's, it's all they have left. Like, made of like gold. Like, right. Like you give it to somebody and they're like all of a sudden like you Thank know you so it's much a release now for their for a contract. Like, That's why they can literally get- nothing. It's literally nothing. L- literally nothing. <laughs> it's actually nothing. Can you give me something for nothing, please? Thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, Randall's looking really good. Do you guys want things for him? This is not gonna happen. Sorry, Bobby. We didn't mean to. Uh, we didn't mean to kick you off like that. But when you say. Uh, Every time you piss off Bobby, bro, he's missing all areas. There he goes. Yeah. 
Sorry, Bob. Yeah, come on, man. Julius Randle and, and Andre Barry, that's all they have, man. That, that's it. <laughs> well, they'll want space for this. I think they got a little bit of cap space as they try to pursue some guys this summer. They always do, you know, not always successfully. But you're right. They probably want to get something for that if they do end up dumping him. Uh, but he's at peak value right now. The way he is starting this year is just crazy. That's a guy the Celtics could have drafted back when they took Marcus Smart. Didn't get off to the best start in L.A. Bounced around a little bit. I think he was in New Orleans before this, and then he ends up there. Uh, yeah. He's been awesome. So. Well, don't forget, he didn't want to come to Boston, Bobby. He wouldn't even work out for the Celtics, so they didn't really have much of a good choice. Yeah, he wanted to go out west, as far, from what I remember, which he did. Uh, he went so to the Lakers. Josue, was Romeo out there pregame today? Uh, he was not. No, I saw a lot of uh, a lot of Waters though. Actually, Waters came out here postgame. He just got in a couple of sprints and then ran. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. He didn't do some. Didn't do something right in practice, so he had to pay for it. I guess. But, yeah, that's... <laughs> Again. No. 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 Romeo, I haven't seen him. John, you, you, John, you can't put up every comment that you see. Some of them are so stupid. Like, what is Dynasty talking about? <laughs> what was uh, Dynasty talking about? That comment from Dynasty saying like uh, Jalen Brown I, once I, again didn't show up. Like, what are you talking about? No, sometimes I just sometimes when I go to punch one, it jumps to another. So yeah, I miss. That had, that had to have been it. For that one. I miss. Man. Yeah, I think that does happen because I'll see John just take something down right away. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I miss fire sometimes. Not no, no, no. He's been doing it. It was an okay you, you put the boomer in charge of the comments, you know, all of a sudden, like, everything's going all over the place. I know. John's having flashbacks Jay, of, uh, what's called? Dunk, again, dunk, like, what, like, what is that? Like, I we, just we did wanna... it to rally you up. No, John's having flashbacks of Dunk Hunt. Remember that? Duck, duck Hunt with the, the, the Nintendo gun? <laughs> That's oh, what yeah. he was <laughs> I had Duck Hunt. Guys. <laughs> the, timing, the timing on that had to be, had to be on point. Duck Hunter. Um, so, yeah. the only uh, – I'm trying to think of big picture things to take out of tonight – the only thing I'll say is now that they have four guards in the fold playing, didn't it feel like Jeff Teague played a little too much early on? He was out there just missing shots, 0-4, threw that pass back on the fast break, 10 and a half. He was awful again, zero points in 14 minutes. And hey, this is what we're going to be doing with him. It's going to be 17 one night, five games in a row of him shooting you know, 30% and under. And this is the experience with him. But now that you have Pritchard, Kemba, and Smart, and Brown, of course. Like I don't see a need to play him. Yeah, he might. He might be on the outside looking in after the emergence of Pritchard and Kemba's yeah. return. Certainly. I mean, he's just a depth. He's a depth guy. He was a depth guy when they when they signed him. But I think obviously they didn't know what they had in Pritchard. So I mean, I have no issues with the signing. Still, I mean, it's short money, and he's a veteran guy. Um, so I, I think, that, like you said, Bobby, there will be there will be a game where he will be a, be a factor, probably more than not he's not going to be a huge factor but for me the only takeaway from this game is like literally the only takeaway anyone can have from this game is how did Kemba look and like what you know as long as he doesn't have any pain after the game and he you know can you know suit up for the next one and everything else like that's pretty much my only takeaway from this game is Kemba Walker's performance or just the fact that he was out in the court I mean hand up I thought he was going to be another month away from even playing so I'm not gonna sit here and criticize him for going three for thirteen. Apology, Cam. <laughs> no, I said if, if no, not yet. I will apologize after a few games. If, if he sits out, if he has to sit out here the game, or if he's not playing minutes, or if he's playing like this every damn game, then I don't think I need to apologize. But I will say that he is back a lot sooner than I thought he was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I said February, I was thinking no minutes restriction. You know, full, ready to go. So 
uh, maybe a month by a week or so, but this is sort of the timetable I had in mind. It's less than that. Again, the story, this isn't a matter of like trying to duck an apology cam. We've seen this story before. We've seen this movie before. Guys come back, everyone's like, see? And then they get shut down again. And then it's like, oh, it's just planned maintenance. You know, it's totally fine. And then they're out for a month and a half. So let's give it, I want to see Kemba play, look something like Kemba, not have any setbacks. And after a month or so, and if he makes it through the year, we'll be like, oh, okay, it was fine. But Yep. You have no idea right now, you know. This could, how many times you see a guy come back and then they're like, okay, it fl- there was more swelling than we expected, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah. here we go again, you know. So that's mm-hmm. the next few days actually are the ones that I think are uh, most important. If he comes back, he plays in one of – he plays – I mean, they're lucky. They got two days off but before Philly. It's one of those rare two-day breaks. So you don't yep. have to play again until Wednesday. If the hip thing or whatever it was isn't a big deal, he should come back. But – Anything pops up, you know. Well, he's not feeling great, or we're just going to give him a little more time. Then we're a little, then we're a little worried. Right. So did, did they say it was a hip today? I don't know. It felt uh, like he got hit in the. Uh, where did he get hit? What I thought you, it was like right? he kind of fell on his ribs or something. Like I don't know. They didn't end up saying what it was that he hurt, but I guess probably just a bruise or something. They didn't come out with any report or anything like that. Probably could have gone if he wasn't on injury limit. It would be important in those Philly games, though. If we remember the series last year. He did him jumping around those screens, hitting the threes against the drop defense. That was all important there. Like I said, I can't imagine Tatum's going in either of those games. So he's got some big ones coming up. Who knows if he plays the second half of that series. Yeah. But it, it's important that he comes back at this time. Two things I'll say about his return, though. Interesting that it comes right around MLK Day, which is what I think a lot of teams thought was going to be opening day for the season. That was probably the plan when they started this procedure in October was – get him back right on time for opening day. So I don't think this was as much him not being ready to go for camp, but they actually had a treatment plan in place for what everyone thought was going to be the start of the season here in January. So that makes me feel good in some regard that everything went according to plan there. I know there's always the bluster in the press conference about how great he feels. He even admitted it at practice. He was like, I know I said I was great before too, but now I'm really great. Now I'm really great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, We'll see how it goes, but I don't think there's going to be setbacks here. This has all just kind of gone progressively according to plan. Recapping for the people, Celtics got drilled. Kemba got back. He got hurt. Josue is wearing a mask and in a black backdrop right now because he's at the garden. (laughs) So in case you're wondering what the hell's going on, that's what's going on. Brad's. Brad Stevens talked a minute ago, a couple minutes ago, and again, Joe Sway's at the garden here. Brad Stevens talked downstairs just a minute ago about tonight's performance. Go, Brad. I I don't believe that's who this team is. Um, I do believe that we have to play really well when our margin's not big. And so I think for the most part, we've done that through the first 12 games. Today, you know, we had a clunker. And you hope to have as few of those during an NBA season as possible, but inevitably you will have a couple. That doesn't make it any easier in the moment. That doesn't make it any easier. And, you know, as you're going through it and watching it and just like, you know, we just looked like we were in mud today and credit them. They didn't. And I think that that's the the gist of it. We talked before the game about, Every night you're playing a team and what they're capable of and what they are when they're at their best. And when they're at their best and their physicality gets them layups early and they make shots, they start making shots because they feel good about it. And um, again, credit them. 
Okay. So this I, I, this is the stat I had earlier for you, John. January 5th, 2004 was the last time the Celtics shot below 30% in a game. Yeah. Uh, they, they lost that game 78 to 68. You'll never see that happen in the NBA again. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, this was uh, 29.8%, 15.2 from three. That's the worst, too. When you take 46 threes, you have mailed it in, okay? That's a sign that you have no interest in being in this game. You know, you're just chucking threes and not working, not working to, you know, for, for better looks at the basket. I mean, just an awful, awful. I mean, this is, like I said, we said at the beginning, beginning and so much of the focus is on Kemba how do you play this way I mean how do you play this lifelessly you get Kemba back and I know Bobby you're saying it was a scrimmage essentially you're trying to get Kemba involved unless you hate him like this is how I would imagine a team that didn't want like Kyrie Irving to be on it would play once he returned <laughs> you know like I hate this freaking guy and I now that he's back I don't want to play anymore and that's not everyone loves Kemba right. so how do we explain this effort well, you got Jimmy. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't. I can't explain. I, or maybe you just chuck it up to every once in a while. This shit happens. But I mean, it's not. It's, it's not normally this bad though. This is probably the worst loss of the Stevens era in terms of showing up. Worst all around effort. Four quarter effort. Worst all around four quarter effort in the Stevens era. I think. Yeah, and that's not good because it, again, you can chuck it up to being a bad game. You know, bullets happen. He always says that you're going to get blown out a couple times a year, but. Like he says, the thin margins. He keeps saying they're not playing well, even through the good records. He's seeing things that are disturbing to him, even through like an 8-3 start as it was. So was it a little bit of a fluky start to the year? Did they hit a soft patch there with the Detroits and Indianas and other teams to go through? They're a little bit easier than the Bucks and Nets that you see at the start of the year. We'll find out quickly this week because it's the same kind of team in Philadelphia. Huge well, bodies and B playing on MVP level. If they play like this, they're going to get smoked in both of those games. Too. Let's let's talk about Philly one second. I did want to ask Josue just on this game. Josue, what was it like? I you know again, you're there, so you have a sensory advantage over the rest of us from a body language perspective. You know, watching them, uh, you know, uh, on the bench, in and out of the in and out of timeouts, coming off the on the floor in between timeouts. Uh, did they look down? Um, you know, did it look, you know, like they were like, was Brad like shaking his head on the sidelines? I mean, you know, we again, we can only see so much. No, the, honestly, it looked perfectly normal in terms of people encouraging each other, teammates getting off the bench and clapping. You know, I, I think the only time I saw Brad sort of snap out of it or at least try to snap his guys back into it was after that quick uh, 5-0 run from the Knicks. You know, he called timeout right away. I think, what, a minute had gone off the clock maybe? It was like the – 11th minute mark or so and uh he really got into his team and i think that's when sort of the momentum or at least not the momentum but that sort of guys on the on the on their feet and clapping and stuff it got a bit bit more serious and more tense whereas new york i think felt that you know they, they picked up on that because they were over the top it was the most exciting i've ever seen the knicks in quite some time but you know obviously you hear more when there's no crowd it's easier to focus on that i think there was some significance mm -hmm. to it you know being here i think there's some significance to that because it's like you know, you, you hear everyone heard it and saw it, and the Celtics didn't respond to, you know, that Brad Stevens timeout, and that was just effort, in my opinion. Not responding that to that timeout was effort. Yep, that was exactly that was. It, you knew it was over then, right? Now that because that's when you turn things around, you know, and, and that's when you see that jolt of energy, and you just didn't see it. Right. 
This is the second worst three-point shooting in team history when they take at least 10 threes. So, like, the era where you're actually taking threes after the 90s is as bad as it gets. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's jump ahead a little bit. Uh, we got the Sixers. It's a it's a it's a it's a kind of a double dip here um, for the Celtics. Huge series. It's a big one. Uh, so it's a pretty big series. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a you know, it's 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 interesting here for the Celtics. I'm not going to say it's been a cupcake schedule, but ultimately, um, you know. You've had, you know, Washington, Toronto not playing well, Detroit a couple times, Memphis, Indiana, Brooklyn. Uh, these, this hasn't been the hardest, um, you yeah. know, stretch of games to start. You, it's about to get real. Right. And that's what I was afraid of uh, without Kemba. You know, Guys, I got to talk. I gotta, I'm disappearing for two seconds. Do not fret. <laughs> Just right. way, lead the way. Oh, wow. All right. Well, yeah, no, I was just going to say, um, you know, that that's what I was worried about when, when Kemba was out. Was worried and, about and what? Now, the schedule? And now we have to, uh, yeah, the schedule because the West Coast road trip. Sorry, I had something in my ear for a second. <laughs> the West Coast road trip, um, not having Kemba, you know, at full strength, but at least now he's ramping up to that. Right. You know, this minute restriction, I don't know how long it's going to stand, but at least going into the West, uh, that West Coast road trip in February, at least he'll have him at full strength. Right. I mean, this is a good test for the Celtics because the Sixers, you know, preseason, we all thought that they were going to be one of the better teams in the NBA. And, since you know, beginning of the season, they've shown that they are. So um, I know that they obviously believe in those guys over there because they held on to Simmons. They could have made they had a, a potential, you know, a chance to make that trade for Harden. They didn't. So they're ready to go to war and beat in Simmons. Like you said, Bobby, uh, and be playing at a type level this year. Um, and honestly, when you talk about effort, it's always been effort with Embiid too, right? Hasn't that been the big knock on him is that he has everything, he has all the capabilities to be, you know, maybe one of, if not the best player in the NBA, or at least like versatile dominant force that he is, but for whatever reason, and he used to get criticized by like guys like Charles Barkley, who criticized everybody, but he used to, you know, basically call him out for his lack of work ethic, let's say. So it doesn't feel like that's been an issue this year. And maybe they've, you know, they're out to prove something uh, just like the Celtics are. So it should be a really good, you know, couple of games. You mean, Charles, we need to cut the line and get everybody vaccinated. Yeah. Taxes Barkley, that, that guy. That might be his worst. That's not might. That's, that's his worst take. I think I've ever, that's one of the worst. That's, takes who, I've ever heard that's who he is though. That's, that's who Chuck, that's who Chuck is. He, he's I, I didn't think he was that. This, yeah. I didn't think he was that far off the reservation with that's who he is but but man that was because they pay high taxes (laughs) yeah anyway um go ahead jimmy no and then not to go off on this but then kenny was like so just because they make more money they they get to cut the lines like no because they pay more taxes like Oh, okay, well, they're getting taxed on their income, buddy. So, yeah, right. so you're talking about, like, <laughs> it is gonna. I, I'm glad that comes up because it's gonna be interesting to follow that. You hear more and more reporters who are connected. I know we had Ian Thompson on Celtics Beat this week on the network. He floated that out there too. That was actually like the first thing he talked about in the episode. Is could Joe Biden use this as a campaign? And you hear again and again the talk of NBA players getting vaccinated and still trust in the process. I don't know if any of us would agree with that necessarily, but it. You hear it more and more as the weeks go by around the league, around people who are you know close to people who know things. 
So that would be their the main argument I'll make over it. The, the, the one argument I would make over it is in order to vaccinate the entire food service industry, you'd have to vaccinate and to keep that going. And however much money that pumps into the economy, you'd have to vaccinate millions and millions of people in order to get a sports league going. You need to vaccinate about 500 people. It is it is a relatively small number. So that argument could be made where you're able to. But again, it's really hard to cut the line over, you know, elderly people, at-risk people. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, if it if push came to shove and you got to the point where we were at the point where like, okay, phase three open to everybody and then stuff like that starts to happen, it's a little easier to swallow. It's really hard to cut a bunch of 75 and 80-year-old people in line right now uh, when phase two hasn't even happened. You're really only looking it's at frontline workers right now and not even all of them. And, you know, both my parents are over 75. You know what I mean? It's like they're next in line. You know, like it's just right. This, I mean, you've been waiting for these people, that wave of people who are really at risk to get it. And anybody cutting them in line is a really hard sell. I don't care how you put it. Exactly. We're not stupid. They can they can try to say, oh, it's to set an example and to like tell people and show people that the vaccine really does work and you should get it. It's like we're not idiots. We know why you guys are, are getting the vaccine over to these to these athletes before other people. It's it's all about money. It's all about making sure that the that the games can go on. Like we're not stupid. So if they try to pull that, I mean, I'm not gonna believe it. You guys can believe whatever you want. But like you said, John, there's so many, you know, sick people, elderly people that that need to get that vaccine before, you know, twenty three yeah. year old professional athletes who are, you know, some of the most physically um, you know, healthy people in the freaking world. Right. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's put a bow on this because this was a disaster of a game. We do have a couple coming up against Philly. Can we talk um, about Tom Brady for a second? Why? Well, he's got a game tonight, and I'm a big Tom Brady guy. I mean, what do you guys think about the game? Rooting against him. Why? No, I'm it's idiotic. Him. It's so stupid. Yep. Get seven. Why would you root against Bring him? Bring home what, seven. What's rooting against him? Gonna I do? don't like him. Unbelievable. People are really worried about Joe Sway. I want to remind everybody, Joe Sway <laughs> not being <laughs> held hostage. Joe Sway is at the right guard. Now. Show him again, Joe Sway. No, I just blinked twice because I'm in danger. Show him again. Okay, we do <laughs> yeah, not have yeah, Joe Sway hidden somewhere. Yeah. Show Proof. them. Okay, Joe Sway's at the guard. I'm right by the banners, kid. Yeah. Ah, uh, dude, I okay. think I see 2008. So much for being on the four, huh? <laughs> You're in the yeah. sky up there. I'm good. Thank I'll you. stay. I'll stay uh, COVID free up here. I don't think I don't want to be anywhere near a player right now. No offense. Oh yeah, they're the dangerous ones right now. They're more yeah. dangerous than the outside. I think if I if a player approached me anywhere, I just I book it. I go the other direction. <laughs> so hey, I got a question, wow. Joe Sway. So what happens when the game ends? Where do all the reporters go? They all go to their their little spots where I am, and they all tune in from their laptop. It's just it's, really? it's weird. They it's tune like into the post game show. <laughs> yeah, it's just everyone's so isolated and to themselves. It's it's, it's different. Yeah, it's just Joe Sway on the post game show. Right now. Yep. Um, That's what they do. They all jump right on. Yeah. So two games against Philly. We'll be back next week for both of those. It should be fun. We don't know the timetable on Tatum. It'd be nice to have him. We don't know uh, what what, what would happen there. Um, So we'll see. I mean, he's going to be at the 10-day mark uh, by Monday. And again, I don't know what happens there. So we'll see negative tests, whether he's available uh, for one or both of those. The tough part is he can't travel if he's still in protocol. So like, right. I don't know if they could fly him out for Friday solo or what. It doesn't seem like it. I bet they can. But um, we'll wrap it up Chartered here. Josue, Josue's at the Garden, um, and he'll have more stuff coming out after the game. Bobby Manning, uh, uh, Celtics blog, CLNS Media, Jimmy Toscano, veteran Boston sports reporter from 
too many outlets to list, Jimmy. We'll just go with CLNS. <laughs> CLNS now. CLNS gang. NBC, you have eight jobs, Comcast, you really Sportsnet. Have yeah. If you have eight jobs, do you really have one? Like yeah. Kind of like- you got a few. Um, <laughs> gross game. Thanks for hanging. Go watch some football. We'll be back Wednesday, Friday in prime time. There'll be some more stuff to talk about. Uh, hopefully Kemba's back. Hopefully uh, Tatum's back. Uh, yep. And uh, and that's it. Thanks, guys. And Thanks. hopefully Tom Brady takes the W. Yeah. Not going to happen. <laughs>